even though Broforce is a game we've already featured on the site and it's out in early access if you want to play the game right now, uh, when I found myself in Devolver Digital's uh, booth at PAX Prime, the, the reason I wanted to chat with the developers that were there was because uh, it was actually this husband and wife couple, uh, Duncan and Shaz Greenwood, uh, and in the one case, one of them had was their first time even leaving their home country, and it was their first time coming to a conference, so it was kind of the first time they were seeing players play the game they had been working on for a little while now. Um, so while uh, we talk a lot about uh, sort of that experience, and we also touch a little bit on the end what it's like to work every day with a significant other, which uh, that sounds like that could be a challenge. And uh, we talk a little bit about what that experience is like and what it's been like uh, for them uh, as we chat through uh, also the development of Broforce and kind of where they figure out how you end a game from early access and uh, move it into sort of version 1.0. So uh, why don't I toss over to that? First conference yeah. and the first time you've been overseas. Yep, yep. <laughs> Well, what, what did, how has it like? How has it been? Like, what is it like to be overseas for the first time? It's amazing. It's amazing. Yes, a lot of weird and new things, but I'm loving it. <laughs> Seattle's a really, really cool city. I, I like yeah, it a lot. It is. Yeah. It is like it's really, it's really chill. Like the weather's kind of crappy today, but like generally speaking, like Seattle's beautiful. Yeah. Like, and and it's a, it's a nice spot for a conference. It's not like a. E3, like in the middle of kind of nowhere sort of thing like it. Uh, uh, Seattle's a, definitely a nice city. Absolutely. Um, so what, what is it like watching, because it's your first conference, what is it like watching people play your game? Is that weird? It's awesome. I mean, we've we've done a lot of stuff in in Cape Town, where we're from, and um, Broforce is just such a fun game to play. It's really great to see so many different people having the same experience that we have, just like laughing and being crazy. So it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. I mean, yeah, it really is. It's just made to be good for picking up and playing, yeah. and you can get into it in five minutes. And like mostly, everyone seems to enjoy it, yeah. and it's, it's it's yeah, it's really good to see that. I like I like seeing the reactions from people. It's cool. Where, where, where did Broforce come from? Like, where what is the genesis of the Broforce idea? So, Evan and Jared were joking around in the office about broifying everything, and because um, <laughs> they wanted to get Rambo Bro in there. And when it happened, they were like, whoa, that's a game right there. So they prototyped it. It was for a Ludum Dare um, and put it, together, put it out there. And the response was amazing. People just immediately fell in love with the whole idea and felt the same passion that they felt, you know. And from there, it just evolved and developed. And someone had just brought out a game called Rambros. So our Ludum Dare entry was called Rambros, and we changed it then to, to Broforce, which works really well. Yeah, we he was working on another game called Rambros. It was, it's actually funny because we were, we were actually working on another game at the time. Um, Dropped everything for yeah, Broforce? Just because Broforce was like this little side project. We were actually, what we were doing is we were working on this other game. It was called Slice Fight. Um, and we thought, okay, so let's, I just joined the team. Um, and we thought, okay, let's make Broforce, just work at it for a month or two and just bring it out as like a demo promotional thing for the company. And then we did that and then just realized like we can't stop making it. It was just too fun to make and yeah. didn't want to go back to making Slice Fight. <laughs> so yeah, we dropped that after like, what, six months of work on that other game. And yeah, yeah now we're, we've been on Broforce for the last two years or so. Um, and uh, so, what is each of your individual roles on on the game? 
So I do most of the animation. Um, and Shaz is... I'm a um, producer, community manager, office manager, general cat herder. I guess I should have asked, like, what don't you do? <laughs> that, might, that might have been the more appropriate question. I don't, I don't program or animate or draw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty much all the things that I do. And, and how, how big is the team, generally speaking? So we, we're now at 10. Uh, we've got three programmers, one doing exclusively the networking. We've got three artists, one animator, and two office people. And you guys are in early access, and w like, what has that process been like to kind of get that real-time feedback, people to take ownership over the game before it is, you know, quote-unquote, completed? It's been absolutely instrumental in the development of Broforce. Um, from, the, from the very beginning, we've done a very open uh, development, so we've always had it out there for the fans, we've done updates, so early access was an extension of that, I think, for us. And just the overwhelmingly positive response was phenomenal. How do you guys weed through that? Like, how do you how do you figure out what are the elements to pay attention to? What are because I imagine it must be just overwhelming the amount of stuff that you're seeing. So how do you sort of figure out, you know, this is something we actually need to address versus, you know, this is not something that's necessarily important to us well, to look yeah, at. The Steam forums are crazy, man. There's just so <laughs> many posts up there. Yeah. Also, I mean, we've got our own forums on our websites, and as it's almost too much to follow. That's actually yeah. one reason why we've hired another office uh, community manager person, so that it's his job to sift through everything and respond to things that need to be responded to and, and bring things to our attention. Because yeah. there's a lot of, I mean, the programmers watch the bug report forums a fair amount. They try to like keep up to date with that. Um, and but the, yeah, and then there's emails. So many emails. Also, I just try to stay away from all of that. I just oh, an email came in. I'm, oh, I, I got to get a coffee. I, uh, for me, it's just give me some arts and I'll make it move. Yeah. <laughs> we do an updates, which we try and do monthly. Sometimes we're a little bit late, but anyway, I, I'm fielding around 100 emails a day. And that's excluding all the posts on the forums, on Steam, on our personal forums, on Facebook. It's yeah, but I think in general. People will get an idea and, and a lot of people will be like, wow, this is a really awesome idea and it's probably something we've really thought of because we live and breathe this game, right? So we've got a general idea of where we want to go next and if people are excited about a particular thing, we try and fit that in. Yeah, but we do, we do take a lot of the feedback um, that we get and we do like, t like modify things. Like, like sometimes we add a feature and people don't like it or it's just, you know, they, they think it could work differently and a lot of the time, and that's the whole point of open development. It's you're supposed to listen to what people want and what they don't want. And then, I mean, the amount of times that we've redone things <laughs> in this game, the the artwork, most of the artwork's been redone at least three times. <laughs> that's because of our amazingly talented <laughs> artist who's just never yeah. satisfied with anything that he does. But sometimes it's actually been because fans have complained. <laughs> we oh, changed. They, they just they just want you're like, oh, this sprite needs yeah. more animation or something. Like, um, yeah. With the with the in-game avatars. Um, at some point, we updated them, and a lot of the fans wrote, like, wrote in on the forums to say that they're now too cartoony or something. They didn't like it. It wasn't like serious enough. Uh, wasn't bro enough. So, so you know, it's not bro enough. You know, that very specific idea of what yeah. a bro. So we duly redid them, and the fans were happy with that. So that was cool. And they are much better now. Yeah. I mean, every time we redo something, it always gets better. Yeah. It seems like. One of the things that might be difficult about like early access and having that 
where they see every step of the way. It's like if you make a mistake or, or something you don't like before you've shown the game or shown that part of the game, you can just fix it and just move on. Yeah. I imagine the community must sometimes get like really fixated on yeah. things like you'll change something thinking it's for the better, yeah. but then they're like, actually, no, 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 like we liked it the other way. And you can kind of just hide that when you're <laughs> traditionally making a game. They'll never, they'll never know. But in early access, that you know, all of that's on the table. Absolutely. And look, that is one of the downsides. People do get like super attached to things that we want to change, and, and it's kind of a balancing act. But um, I think that the the pros, the the feedback, and the the community being so supportive, it overwhelms the, the slight negatives. Do you, do you end up finding that it's sort of, you have a lot of people that buy the game, that play the game, but there's a very small percentage that are like active every day, like oh, yeah. providing feedback? Oh, I, yeah. I imagine it's like just a small selection, but they go 110%. Incredible, yeah. There's, there's definitely a, a core group of, of people that just like, they're on the forums every day. Like we've got people that have, they've, they've now become moderators on the forum. And, um, and they've been yeah. with us since Ludum Day. I mean, they've literally watched the game grow from day one, which is phenomenal. And so how do you figure out when the game is like 1.0? Like where do you draw the line? Like is he... <laughs> You guys laughed at that a little too hard. That's, yeah. Well, I think we're aiming for, there's a certain amount of content that we want in the game. We want a certain feeling of, of uh, a certain amount of experience that a player can have from start to finish. But beyond that, we're probably going to be adding stuff in long after release. I don't think there's ever going to be a point where like, yeah, it's done now. There's just so much you can keep adding to this game. And since having done sort of the early access, like sort of open-ended, open-face development, is would you imagine going back from that, or is that that so intoxicating and so appealing that you would kind of see yourself doing that most times going forward? Um, I have yeah, I have mixed feelings about that. Really, I like the idea of getting feedback as things happen, <clears throat> but in a way, I do actually feel like it would be nice to just have a rest and just lock myself in a closet for a while, just do the work, um, and then once I feel like it's ready to show. Because that's, that's, that's a lot of the problem with um, like early access, is it, it's, it's like it's your baby that you're still working on. You, want it to, you, you don't want to show someone an unfinished artwork. Right. It's, it's like you want to you finish the artwork and then put your signature at the bottom of it, and then show people. So. I mean that would that would be really nice, um, but also there's there's definite advantages to open development where you get everyone's opinion. Because um, like, what it, what would happen if you lock yourself in a closet and make this what you believe to be an amazing artwork, and then you show it to people and then they don't like it, then what do you do? There's, there's kind of almost no turning back after that because you've released it now. Right. Um, I think this is the thing: is that developing in isolation works for some people but I, I honestly think putting it out there gives you that opportunity to adjust as you go um, to immediately see if something's working or not so yes it is more pressureful but I personally think it's the way to go and it seems like one of the big benefits has been I don't think most people understand how games are, are made like even I've been doing this for years and I I still barely understand how they're made but, all, but I think more critically how bad games are for a very long time yeah. and <laughs> And I think that's what's really great about early access is people realizing shit's broke for like most yeah. of the time, and then yeah, things come online. Exactly, and and I think that's what's been great about 
weeks off to get rid of these. Right. Even. Yeah. Right. And I think it's gonna be great about early access is people have a, a better understanding of like, oh man, like games are really weird until like way late in the game when every all the systems actually start coming online. Yeah. I think a lot of our success um, on early access, because this is all new ground for, for a lot of people, well for everyone really, um, our success I think was partly because we were already quite far with our game. It, it wasn't in a completely unplayable state, where a lot of other games took a risk and they went on really early, and I think it's sort of it's backfired and people have learned from that. It's also that um, the, the type of game that Broforce is, is that it does, it, like we have big plans for it, but at the moment we've got like a slice of the game where you get most of the gameplay. You can play a level and it feels like a finished game, at least during the level. Um, where like some games, a lot of games, the amount of content that you need for a single level to feel complete is, is a lot more work. Um, whereas we got that arcadey feel, you can just jump in and play it in five minutes. It's you know, you can, you can get the gist of it. Yeah. So you guys, you guys are married, correct? Yes. So what, what is it like to be married and work with each other? I, that, I love my wife to death. Yeah. I, that sounds terrifying, though. I think we're just really, really lucky. <laughs> it works for us somehow. You know, we we just get along. Have you guys always worked together, like in, in game development? Um, the last two years since we met, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, usually I just do what she tells me. She's, she's my boss. See, so you know, you know, yeah. I, I know that too. I know how to make this work. <laughs> Smart man. Smart man. All right, well, thanks so much for your time. Thank you so much. Cool,